The content of this episode contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Mature audience is recommended. Thank you. Hi, I'm Sierra. I'm Ian. I'm Chloe. I'm Ashley. And we're the Unqualified Culinary Critics, a podcast centered around food and cultural experiences. We want you to not only share our own experiences, but hope these stories connect some way to each one of you as well. And today we're going to kind of go over and take a deep dive into Ashley and her experiences with food and culture and see what her upbringing has brought her in those experiences. So with that, Ashley, go ahead and take us away. Oh man, I feel like I'm telling my whole life story here. Yeah, so just a bit about me. I'm actually born and raised in California and then I've been here for over 15 years and I've gone through a lot in terms of trying lots of food, and it's been pretty good so far. Um, I'm Asian American, and I've tried a lot of Asian cuisines, so I've had Chinese food, I've had Indian, I've had Filipino, Thai. Besides that, I've also had Mexican, I've had Italian, I've even had fine dining. I've traveled the world for over 10 years because I've had the experience of being able to see my see different places across the globe. I've been to Europe, I've been to Asia, the whole North America, but not all the states here and not all the provinces in Canada and Mexico, etc. So basically, all the places that I've been to, I've tried a lot of things. Uh, admittedly, I, I'm still a picky person. I do eat not too many things. I'm pretty selective, but that's okay. I mean, I'm really open to trying new things overall. That's kind of just a basic about my life. So what's your questions today? So where in, so you talked about that you went to like other countries. So where all did you travel to? Like where else or? So like where specifically in Europe? I've been to France. I've been to Italy, Hungary, Austria, the Netherlands, Belgium, Switzerland. So I've just been all over, but not, I haven't been like the entire Europe. I want to go to the UK. I want to see more of Switzerland. I mean, besides the UK, I want to go to Scotland. I'm pretty sure there's other places that I want to go to too that I haven't mentioned, but I'm still open, in, open to traveling, excuse me. So in California, what, where in California are you from? I'm from the LA area too. Okay. Uh, like Ian. I'm from the east part of LA. So Pico Rivera, like Whittier around that area. Because I was going to say LA is a big city with a lot of different cultures in oh, it. Yeah. I was going to say or ask, I guess, did that open you up to trying new things? Because there's so many different kinds of food in that area. It's because of my parents. It's because of my, my grandparents too. You know, they want to go try like a certain dish and you know they gotta bring everybody including myself with them and as a result I've been exposed to what they want to try and what they're eating so when I was trying that stuff out it's either I like it or I don't like the food but not against the culture but just maybe a particular dish that I like or don't like you know. I think uh, one question I have is like through all your all your traveling what was like the most memorable country with like the most memorable food? My favorite place to travel to is Switzerland and the Philippines. I like Switzerland because I just love the scenery. I like how green it is. It's just really beautiful. The Philippines has, I mean, I have cousins who are, who live there on my mom's side and they have good food. There's crispy pata, there's bulut. I'm sorry if I'm not saying it correctly. There's like fish, butter chicken and all that. And I have family who are respectful 
as to what my food choices are. Like, I will not eat pork, so they're not going to make pork for me. They're not going to force me to eat it. But the way that the cuisine there that they make, it just, it tastes pretty good. And it's, it's kind of separate from, you know, like the Switzerland and the Philippines thing. Because in Switzerland, I think it's a combination of German and French food. And I've had fondue there like twice. And I think it's good too. I don't really have a huge saying on exactly everything because I've only been to Switzerland twice in my life, but I haven't been there for a whole week, so I don't know what other dishes they serve. But I mean, I like that stuff overall, too. I want to know if, because you've been to a lot more countries than I'm sure a lot of people, have you ever had anything here, maybe in Vegas or California, that's comparable to the actual countries with that kind of food, like Italy, France? From my memory, it's probably pizza. I think the way that pizza is prepared here in Italy is in their own respective ways. So I'm not going to say which one I like better because, you know, different country, different kind of ingredients, water and all that stuff. But I would probably say definitely with pizza. Is there like a dish that like you dream about sometimes that you have like in Europe or in Asia or whatever that you're like, I'm craving that right now. I wish I could have like a bite. There's like this dish that is just came to my head. I don't know if I had it when I was in China or in the Philippines, but it's just basically a, there's noodles, egg noodles, and then there's beef broth and then beef brisket, and you put bok choy on it, and you can just eat it with a chopstick and spoon or fork and spoon. I kind of craved that a little bit, and I haven't had that in years, admittedly. So, growing up in LA, as you know, there's so many, like, chains of restaurants and, and bigger businesses. Mm-hmm. What was, like, your go-to restaurant that you and your family would go to, like, consistently that was kind of like a smaller hole-in-the-wall place or like a family-owned business? I don't know if those restaurants that I've been to are family-owned. I'm not too sure. I haven't really met the owners, and I was pretty young at the time. But I remember we've been to a couple of Chinese restaurants, one near my grandma's house, which is called Elite off of Atlantic, and then there's another one called Embassy, which is actually one of my favorite restaurants that I haven't been to in a long time. And those two restaurants serve pretty good, authentic Chinese food. And it's just, there's a lot of dishes that I really enjoyed their like Westlake soup or uh, chicken corn soup, um, Hong Kong style crispy noodles, sweet and sour fish with the sauce separate, please. Um, noodles and chicken and all that good stuff. Do you have any favorite meals that maybe your parents cooked or you cooked with them or any other family members from when you were younger? Well, my mom likes to cook a lot of Filipino meals, so I don't know exactly what the name of the leaves are that she would tell me, but sometimes I'd help her. We would go to the market, and then she would buy those leaves, and then I would help her sometimes just take those off, and then she would put coconut milk and then just mix it and then have maybe some fish. And then sometimes she would even have this smoked fish as well, and then we would have it rice and then a different style of corned beef. And it would just be like a Filipino breakfast, and I really do like that. Um, so, like, when you were growing up, were you kind of, what did you have to celebrate your birthday? Did you have, like, cake, chocolate, vanilla? Were you a cupcake kid? Well, growing up, I used to eat sweets. And then I had a thing with my throat, which is, like, a tonsil problem and kind of runs in my family. And, you know, tonsillitis is a virus that can spread direct contact and or if you share something with someone, that's what tonsillitis does to you and you just get like a cold or if you're lucky, it goes away. I used to eat like cakes back then, and candy and cupcakes and stuff, even chocolate. But I got older, I just don't really care much about those things anymore. And my throat is a good way to deter me from going in that direction. I would lie more towards 
eating fruit or drinking juice. I get that those are sweet too, but I think it's healthier than candy and all those um, sweet stuff that like dessert that a lot of people would eat. Okay, now I could have misheard you earlier when you were listing off some countries, but you said the, what's it called? The Balut? Yeah. That's the one with the duck egg, correct? Mm -hmm. Have you tried that? And is it good? How is it? I haven't tried it. I've heard about it. I don't want to look at it and I don't want to eat it (laughs) because it just looks, um, personally, I feel bad for the duck. It's like, to me, they just put it in an incubator and then they just halfway to it, they just stop and they season it and then just sell it. But that's the way it is. That's what they want to do. I'm not going to condemn him and say that you're doing it all wrong and all that. That's just the kind of food they, they want to put out there. And it's okay, but I'm just not going to eat it. I don't want to try. It's just not not really for me. <laughs> yeah. I actually used to have a coworker who would always, he would get it probably like once or twice a week. And he would always try and tempt me to, to try it. And I wanted to try it just to find out because if it tasted good, I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. But seeing the 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 duck egg and seeing the duck like the way it is yeah would deter me if yeah. you would have just like blindfolded me or something and said just try this i might have done it mm-hmm. but knowing and seeing it like with your own eyes making that connection is tough yes mm-hmm. absolutely but it absolutely. is a cultural food and they mm-hmm. swear by it that it tastes good and that's like yeah. a delicacy so that's what always was like they all like it i can't be they can't all be just wrong yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I understand that too. Yeah, I, I agree because like sometimes some countries they'll eat dog and I mean, that's just them. I mean, I won't eat dog. I won't, but I won't. I like to respect its uh, its space and I ask it does the same thing too. I mean, some people they'll eat dog. Sometimes they'll eat kangaroo and stuff and that's just where they're at. You know, my when my dad was still alive, he would eat delicacies. And I think he tried balut too and I don't know if he liked it or would eat it again. I don't remember, but he, he was more adventurous when it comes to food and I am. I, I think you brought up a good point that like, it just depends on people's, like the way they look at animals or the way they think mm-hmm. other things. I know, I can't remember what Southern South American country it was, but I know one of them down there, they eat guinea pigs and like, that's a delicacy to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They fry up guinea pigs and like, they'll just, I saw it on TV, like a discovery channel thing. And they had it, it was like a whole like smoker type deal of just guinea pigs lined up. Or how like, like Ikea makes their meatballs with horses. Yeah. Do they really? That was like a thing. Yeah. Uh, and then like they were doing it to Americans and Americans were like, oh, that's not how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just the way different cultures look at animals differently. Mm-hmm. What's the country that has, that you know of that has the most kind of different culture that you've seen? Like how we were just talking about. I mean, guinea pigs getting fried up or like the duck eggs, like which country have you witnessed with the most kind of outlandish food compared, compared to, us? to America? Yeah. It's yeah. a very good question because I think all of the countries that I've been to has their own style of preparing delicacies. When I went to Europe, Asia, it's like years ago. So, and that's 10 years back, I, I would say. So I'm like maybe 11 or 12 back then, so I don't know. I wasn't really really fully paying attention to what the food they were serving there. But I would say that, I mean, hey, it's just it's just what they want to do. Is there any country that you're like dying to go to because of their food? I don't know if I can say because of their food fully, but I just want to see the area. I would I want to go to Singapore. I want oh, you know, what? I do want to go to Japan. It just came to me. I do want to go to Japan. I just, I like the food there too. I want to just see the scenery. I just want to see what that country has to offer along with Singapore and all the other countries too that I just want to go to. 
Yeah, I think that's so interesting though because the more you travel, the more you're going to see and the more you're going to learn from other cultures. And you've had an opportunity to see so many. And I think that's very unique because it gives you a different perspective on people, really. Mm -hmm. And I think a different respect for people as well, because we don't all grow up the same and we do all grow up different. So being able to see different ways of life is so, it's not only eye-opening, but it's also educational because you're learning you're learning while you're there and while you're seeing it all. Absolutely. And I think that's that's a cool experience that you have that not many other people have an opportunity to do so. When you um, have come back or, you know, go out to a restaurant or anything, are you ever like, oh my gosh, I bet I could recreate this at home. Do you ever try and do that? No, actually, I don't feel that motivated. I just want to go to the restaurant, get the stuff that I really like or try something new and then just eat it and then just rave about it and tell my family, oh, it tastes good or, oh, I recommend going there and that's basically it. Would you say you think America has its own kind of like specific kind of food? Like, do you think that like Italy, spaghetti, pizza, all that, do you think besides just like hamburgers and hot dogs, do you think that we have our own like pretty distinct kind of food? I think it depends on the person overall, the way that they perceive it, because it just really, that one to me, I can be ambiguous because I think a lot of people can really go more in depth with that, especially if they're from another country. Um, I can't really give a really good answer on that, but I would say that it really depends on the person's perception. I think that, I mean, I would say that we do have our own kind of food and that's just, it's not just a fast food. But I think that when other people from other countries come in and they want to bring their recipes and then a lot of people who are not from that country want to try it out and, you know, recreate that their way, then I don't know if I can say it becomes Americanized, but I think it's just a way of them trying to uh, kind of put their, uh, put that person's, they, they want to go into that person's perspective, you know, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it's just, it depends on the person. I actually think you pose like an interesting question with that, though, because America technically there it's was to be a conglomerate. It of everybody is else. It, it's right. We're the melting pot. Right. That's mm-hmm. what that's what they call America. And and there were at the beginning of the country, there were so many different people coming here from different European countries or wherever, mixing and mashing their cuisines into what now is technically an American cuisine is like your hamburgers, your steak, your mm-hmm. potatoes, your this and that. But all that came from other cultures yeah. mm-hmm. and it just became Americanized because like, American. even like tomatoes and stuff like that they make pasta out of or not. Pa- well, you know, whatever. That's not native to Italy. Right. Like back like old. They never. It's just interesting to think like they were always the spaghetti and meatballs like people. Um, but I guess one question I have for you is, do you have like a favorite like burger place? Like, are you like an in and out Will you only eat five guys? Like, do you have like a favorite like that? I only in and out I trust In-N-Out because I don't eat pork and I don't know for sure if places like Burger King or McDonald's will put pork in their patties. I don't I don't know. Even though they say it's like 100 percent beef, I would rather just go somewhere that I can trust because my dad had a friend who is an inspector in meat. And he says that the In-N-Out meat, you know, the In-N-Out patties, it's 100 percent beef. So definitely In-N-Out. Where's your favorite fries? That, in my opinion, it's anywhere. It depends uh, if it's if it's hot, if it's lightly salted. I mean, I like In-N-Out's too, but I can't say it's like my ultimate favorite. I like Jack in the Boxes. I like In-N-Out's. It also depends on what sandwich place I go to. So there's there's a lot of other places out there that I totally recommend and prefer. 
underrated curly fries, Arby's. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. Haven't been to Arby's in years. I will tell you that right now. Do you drink soda? No, I used to. And then it's just, like I said earlier, it's too sweet and it's just too much. So I think that it's best that I just avoid all that sugary stuff. And then the thing that outrages me is that in a small can, it's like estimate 40 grams of sugar. And you put that in here, it's like, come on. I, I don't want to get diabetes from that. Or I don't want to get another kind of um, health issue from that, from drinking that all the time. I'm going for orange juice. I'm going for apple juice or whatever, but hopefully not too much sugar as well. I mean, got to look at the back where it says nutritional facts, but I just will not touch soda anymore. It's just not for me. Do you like drink? Uh, I try to be clean. I've tried wine a couple of times, but it's just not my style. I have a, I have a question. So like going on to drinks, when you've traveled... Obviously, like obviously, Coke and Pepsi products are everywhere because that's, those are worldwide corporations now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, have you had like a traditional soda from a specific country? I don't remember. Um, maybe a, a different kind of juice brand in the Philippines. I don't remember the brand, but I think I didn't have soda from any of those countries that I've been to. I don't think so. Do you drink like, coffee? Uh, sometimes, but. I usually drink rice coffee, which is basically, yeah, you just burn the rice and then you grind it and then you just, I know it sounds really different, but how has it been three episodes in and we've never heard about rice coffee? Yeah, I was going to say, you should explain that completely because I'm so curious on what rice coffee is. I can just tell you a little bit. I can, from how I can remember it right now, but basically my mom would just, we would go to the store, she gets a pack of rice. I can't specify what kind of rice yet. I have to check with her to see. And she just goes out to the backyard, hopefully when there's not a lot of people and dogs, and just puts the rice on the pan, let it burn, and then just grind it. And then uh, I think she put water in it. And when I come downstairs, she Is would there just... Is there any actual like coffee beans? No. That's that so interesting. Rice. So I it's almost there'd be like, like a, both of them in so there. So it's almost like... like Burnt rice water. Basically yeah. flavored water with yeah, rice yeah, yeah. powder. So it's in almost it. like a tea, but, but with rice. Yeah, I was saying, so yeah. it doesn't have like any caffeine. Do you Not sweeten really. it? No. I don't I, I don't need I, to. I'm a sugar So it's naturally sweet. I don't know. There's about no that. sweeten it, it's okay. just burn. I just okay. want to know. I now I want to taste it just because this is so interesting to me. Come over then. <laughs> I've like got that. an idea for one of the podcasts. Yeah, yeah come over rice coffee. This yeah. is so interesting. I I just want to know now. Yeah, and it's good for my stomach too because like I remember in the previous year. I've had some stomach issues, so my mom suggested I I try it out because cousins in the Philippines, they told my mom about it, and uh, I went for it. And, and is it good? Yeah, it helps. But does wow. it taste good? I like it, but I don't know if you would it's like gonna it be a love hater. It's going to be yeah. a love-hate thing. You're either going to love it so or you're going to hate it. So it just tastes like burnt water? Rice? Not really burnt water. Okay. Burnt rice and then the oh, water. Oh, that's what I meant. My yeah. bad. So it's like, it's a burnt rice tea. That's I'm, I don't, I'm in. I want to know. I wouldn't say it's tea because there's no leaves in it. Right, right, but right. But yeah, it's just like a coffee-ish kind of thing. But it's just the rice, burn it, put water in I it. I thought she was like, yeah. yeah, mixing beans with the rice. That's what no. I thought it would be. And I was I like, think, that sounds What if really we did cool. that? We should make that. Yeah, so we can. So make coffee and then, and then also mix in her yeah. the rice coffee yeah. mixture. Can you add anything <laughs> to it? Or do you just drink it straight up? I usually just drink it straight up, but Sorry, maybe you can add like <laughs> like, <laughs> There has to, you have to be able, you could. Wow. You I'm can looking, add. I feel like there I'm are no rules to this. this rice water coffee. Yeah, no. I mean, get creative, but don't like mess up your body though. You so know? is it a traditionally I Filipino recipe then? Because you said it was from your Filipino cousins, right? 
I don't know if I, I can say it's a recipe. I guess like, now it is a recipe now. Right. Actually, yeah, actually, yeah. But a remedy, maybe. Yeah, a remedy. I would say that. Yeah. We're learning so much today. Yeah. This Better is than crazy. school, huh? <laughs> right? It's more than I've learned, yeah, in school mm-hmm. this week, probably. And this is useful information because if it helps with stomach problems, then that's more than learning about the Pythagorean theorem did for us. The AP, yeah. <laughs> right? AP style. Yeah. Okay, so this recipe for rice water is... You, Wild, there's actual recipes out so there. So you, you, you cook the rice, but then you, and then you get it to like a deep, dark brown color, it says. Then you store it, and then when you go to actually make it, it's a mixture of rice, water, they use brown sugar and milk. I didn't do it that way. Brown my sugar. mom didn't do it that way, but that's that's one way to do it. But my mom just burns it in the pan, grinds it, and then just boils it with water, just pours that in, and then there you go. It's just the simplest way. I bet you would like it with your like little rice breakfast and stuff that you eat. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's why I was like, I got to find out because to me, it sounds similar to what I had yeah. for breakfast. But obviously, once you heard that she was burning it on a pan, you're like, uh-uh, well, we're we out just, here. We would just put rice and milk in a microwave and just yeah. say, have at it. So I, to me, I'm like, that's probably going to taste good. It's vegan, so anybody can go for it. I'll, I'll send the recipe on. Yeah, so the, other, the, recipe, the recipe said soy milk as well. So Oh, you can do that too. Fascinating. Okay. Favorite fast food place, go. In and out again, but I I'll just go had for it last night. <laughs> I can go to Subway, uh, oh, Subway yeah. Firehouse Subs, but if I'm being asked, one In and Out, least favorite, Burger King or McDonald's. That's fair. Yeah, that's I swear, very I swear by like the charred. Uh, that's yeah. I Actually, think it's because I'm from California, but I'll swear by In and Out forever. Yeah. Well, and I think that those places like I mean I know they're all fast food but McDonald's and Burger King go way more for quantity than quality too they just give you crappy burgers and they're like here you go you just get what you pay for exactly literally but it's also so cheap though like it's I don't know how much a McDonald's burger is but I feel like it's really comparable to In-N-Out which is so different quality and ingredients and I don't know taste it's just yeah, I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know their prices. Don't know how that works out. I don't know. I feel out. like an In-N-Out burger is like less than two dollars. Uh, if you don't get like a soda and you don't get whatever, just, just a the burger. burger. I think you haven't been in In-N-Out in a long time. Yeah, no, I feel like yeah. I have. But I think you think I look at the price. I'm just like whatever. We're out for dinner. Charge it. Yeah, uh, it's definitely more than that. Like yeah, $3. I'm the opposite. I'm like, let me look at the price before I go. No, I like to be surprised when I look at my bank account. Like, oh, <laughs> that's there? that's terrifying to me. Yeah. So yeah. favorite is in and out. Okay, so what's like a hmm, hmm, what's what's like your favorite like do you like shakes or like smoothies yeah, like, and yeah, stuff do you like have that? A, a pleasure, a guilty pleasure like yeah. that? Yeah. My guilty pleasure is eating chips. And I shouldn't be doing that a lot. So I don't do it a lot. I like popcorn mm-hmm. and uh I don't like good caramel. I'm not a caramel gal. I'm a I love crunch. Crunch as in like any crunch. I love oh. popcorn. Yeah, that's good. Love chips. I just love some crunch. Yeah. Some unhealthy popcorn ready. You I get like, your you get your popcorn, you melt some butter on the side with it. Oh pour yeah, it on we used top. to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, movie theater popcorn. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Get it layered. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. But if I had to go for something healthy, it'd be like a smoothie. Either it's from I don't know, tropical smoothie or jamba juice, but mostly from uh my kitchen that my mom would make. Do you think that uh as you're starting to get older that you're gonna start like learning from your mom and and learn how to cook for yourself and and kind of carry that on. Oh yeah, definitely, because it's it's very important, especially if she's cooking from her family. Like what she learned from her family, it's good to pass it on to her her offsprings because you know 
it's better that way. And I think that's also good, just kind of carrying on whatever kind of culture. Yeah, Mm -hmm. traditions, all that. And it's just fun. Cooking, I feel like, is a bonding experience Mm -hmm. with people. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I asked, because it is such a big part of my family. So I I would imagine it it would be the same. And it it is a bonding experience, like you said. So it's a a good thing to want to do and then pass on after you as well. Yeah. Well, thank you for telling us a bit more about you and your food experience. I feel like we learned a whole bunch more about you. Definitely. Especially with that rice coffee. I have oh, right? Yeah. That's the biggest takeaway of the day. <laughs> and I, I may be making myself some rice coffee here pretty soon. We need instant reviews. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Don't worry. It'll be coming. All righty. Well, I hope you like me, even though I don't have much of an opinion for everything. But I mean, hey, I'm growing just like all of you are. So Taste well, buds change. We'll yeah. always like you. Thank you for listening.